0: Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruited Plains, from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most. Luke through here on another wild, whimsical, wise sort of Wednesday for Torch Report 484, The Accelerating Threat of AI. Today, we will be awakening the will to resist this onslaught of global assimilation. Now, yesterday, friends, uh, we are discussing the fact that Joe the sock puppet Biden wants to move fast on all things AI noting that A, good old Joe is not actually capable of moving fast physically or mentally on anything and also B, that there is no way a man at his stage of cognitive decline can even comprehend the policies that he is eagerly signing off on. So the question that must be asked is, who's really Really pushing this accelerated implementation of artificial intelligence and for what ends? Friends, the answer in a nutshell is that the not-so-secret cabal, the not-so-secret global cabal, is using weaponized AI to conquer the world and depopulate the planet. I know it sounds crazy, but that's the facts, Jack. So today... There was a fascinating article out. It was titled Big Brother Unchained. And I think it really does a good job of bringing front and center many of the threats of this artificial intelligence. The, the article uh, Big Brother Unchained details exactly... The sort of disturbing trends in AI-enabled digital surveillance that myself and many others have been warning about. So while Uncle Joe is pushing to unlock AI for the greater good, uh, specifically to advance civil rights and equity and climate action, the British government is actually already several steps ahead. The Brits, it turns out, are now using advanced AI for real-time live facial recognition, LFR. And they're using this LFR, this live facial recognition, to track down criminals, including... Anyone who protests against their Orwellian regime—we'll <laughs> get into the details here in a little bit, friends—but just let that sink in. In the UK, they're using advanced AI for real-time live facial recognition, and of course, not to be outdone, Biden's executive order fourteen one ten—the safe, secure, and trustworthy development and use of artificial intelligence—that was just signed uh, on on the thirtieth. There on Monday, he signed that over that executive order includes authorization for a new digital Red Army for the purpose of crime forecasting so the government can predict future crimes <laughs> using the uh, commercially available information that's floating around on the internet. So on both sides of the pond, the peasants are really being told that this is for your own good, it's for your protection, it's so the government can keep you safe and secure, and of course, only the fools will would accept this lie. But what we see here, friends, is that the groundwork has been set for the great inescapable socialist surveillance state. And as noted yesterday, I believe the most sinister aspect of this agenda is the fact that governments around the world are using AI to condition people to trust the government. The governments are using AI to condition people to trust the government. If you can imagine advanced artificial intelligence being fed every book that's ever been written, on behavioral psychology and psychological manipulation and persuasion and selling and military grade psyops and propaganda. If you can imagine that, and then that, you know, channeling this knowledge into algorithmic social interventions, right? So they feed the machines, the AI, all of this knowledge, and then the AI channels this knowledge into algorithmic social interventions for the greater good, then you can begin to grasp the gravity of the situation. This is major. This is significant. This is huge, much bigger than anything else happening in the world, I assure you. Coming to bear right here and now in this very moment, we find the confluence of capacity and intent, wherein The powers that be, you know, those who are looking to consolidate power and and control in order to implement their utterly delusional dystopian fantasies like Agenda 2030 and Future Earth and Earth Systems Governance, all of that. uh, They now have the most powerful tool ever created by man to pull it off, you know, not only... Do these digital tyrants have the ability to hack the brains of every human being on the planet? Uh, That's mind control on a global scale, as Rush Limbaugh would say for my friends out in Rio Limbo. (laughs) Uh, They're actively doing just exactly that, friends. They're using the weaponized AI to implement mind control on a global scale, and they're doing it without so much as a whiff. Of resistance. And as I was thinking about that this morning, why? You know, why isn't there more resistance, massive resistance against weaponized AI being used by governments all around the world? Why? And the answer, I believe, is because these tools have already been being deployed for years, thereby manipulating the masses on a global scale without any public awareness that this is happening. And of course, it makes sense, you know, they don't really want the public to know that they're using AI to manipulate the public. But, you know, who in their right mind would think that the government should be using artificial intelligence to manipulate public perception? Who would think that's okay? You know, it's it's pretty damn creepy if you think about it, you know. Nevertheless, nevertheless, friends, the globalists have declared... That we are nothing more than soulless hackable animals, and they've long been treating us as such, submitting us to this artificial manipulation from machi- intelligent machines, algorithms, etc. The AI, and so here we are. Big Brother has been unleashed. Pre-crime units are rolling out and real-time facial recognition is tracking those who would dare to dissent. Friends, you cannot make this stuff up. It's insane. Over in the UK, the uh, this whole live facial recognition deal, it's turned the public streets, into basically an ongoing police lineup, right? Every time you step out of the house and walk down the sidewalk, you're suspect. And it's no coincidence that over 70% of the government's watch list, you know, they got their little government watch list, uh, over 70% of the people on that watch list are not criminals who are wanted for crime. The people on the watch list, the vast majority of them, are actually just protesters, they're political activists, they're people who are standing up, pushing back, speaking out about this tyranny. And I believe this reality mirrors exactly what happened during the J-6 protests in our own capital, right? I mean, the, the watch list. I mean, oh, it wasn't like they were tracking down the criminals. No, they're tracking down the people who were political dissenters, who were pushing back. And the implications of this, friends, it should send a chill down your spine. Let me ask you a question. How do we escape from this Orwellian surveillance state? Hmm? You know, how do we protest tyranny under this uh, inescapable surveillance? How do we organize opposition? At this point, with these tools, the government can basically do whatever it wants and then warp reality in such a way that the general public believes they're actually being protected, that the government's doing this for the greater good. And, you know, as Ronald Reagan famously said, The nine scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. But gone are the good old days. You know, now AI is being used to build trust in the government and condition people to accept the lies that the government is going to keep them safe and secure. It's maddening. And yet it's happening. So we must face it. We must deal with it. We must confront this reality. Let's... Go ahead and zoom out, shall we? Zoop! We go way out for a second. Because obviously, like I said, you know, Biden didn't whip up his own AI agenda. As I said, you know, this agenda is being driven by the global cabal. And I wanted to prove that for you. Uh, Just, you know, because I don't ask you to take my word for anything, right? I'm just an ignorant peasant, but I do this research to present you with the facts, the figures, uh, and this spiffy little chart here, um, an annotated screenshot, actually, from the World Economic Forum. Hey, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com, torchreport 484. You'll see the World Economic Forum being. Behind the Institute of AI, which is actually headquartered in the United Kingdom, the Global Cabal World Economic Forum, you know, their public-private partnerships, the Institute of AI, is headquartered in the UK, where they're using live facial recognition to track suspected political dissenters on public sidewalks. OK, if you were to read that little excerpt there from the World Economic Forum, they say we bring the best placed legislators together to understand the impact of artificial intelligence and the regulatory approaches being taken across the world. We do this by hosting roundtables with legislators and by analyzing global trends and AI regulation and sharing this with our network. Uh, summarize that would be to say what they do in one place they can do in another so what they're doing in the uk they're going to do it right here at home because biden's excited he's gonna he's gonna be he's accelerating the use of ai the aggressive implementation of ai and a whole of government approach to foist the great reset down our throats but i want to back up here because i want to note the language note what the world economic forum says they say quote we bring the best placed legislators together the best placed legislators now some of you may recall klaus schwab's infamous brag about how the world economic forum penetrates the cabinets he says we penetrate the cabinets <laughs> with his young global leaders and all this and Just for example, you know, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and at least half of the Canadian Parliament have been placed via the WEF because they penetrate the cabinets. And for those unfamiliar with this strategy of the global cabal, I think it would be wise to acquaint yourself with Dr. Evil himself. I did put a little uh, short video clip here. Uh where, where WEF founder Klaus Schwab is talking about how they penetrate the cabinets. He's, he's bragging about it. He's telling you who's, who, who, you know, who they placed here and there in Argentina and Germany and all over the place. So, uh, my guess is that whoever is writing Biden's AI agenda has ties to the WEF and has been intentionally placed in their position to advance the globalist agenda. And as a matter of fact, I think it's none other than Jen Easterly, uh, Which we'll get into here in just a second, but rather than really chasing down all of these rabbits of these young global leaders today, I just want to do a a hat tip, you know, a nod to, I want to give credit, lift up Dr. Robert Malone and his team because they have compiled the most comprehensive list of these WEF-trained insurgents. And their uh, their corresponding global network of public-private partnerships. I put a couple links in there where you can access this compendium of relevant information. Uh, The Davos man and his World Economic Forum, his servants uh, and the World Economic Forum. Please share. You know, please share. So, friends, I think it's worth noting that the, you know, the globalist institute for AI is headquartered in the UK, which is ostensibly free, right? It's ostensibly a free society, a democracy. And it's worth noting that given this little gem here, a little excerpt from the, uh, from, it was over at Zero Head. It was actually written by the Naked Capitalist. But anyway, the the, uh, quote goes like this, and I'm reading from a little article here. It says, quote, the United Kingdom is at the leading edge of many of the digital authoritarian trends sweeping ostensibly democratic nations. In one of the many dark ironies of our age, it is the government of George Orwell's native Britain that is seeking to massively escalate its deployment of live facial recognition technologies despite the concerns raised about its potential impact. Sadly, most of these trends, particularly the tech-enabled drift toward authoritarianism and centralized technocracy, are generalized among the ostensibly democratic nations of the so-called free world. End quote. <laughs> I mean, that's just the uh, media. I want to chew on that one and savor the flavor. But again, we must ask why? Why are ostensibly democratic nations embracing this drift toward authoritarianism? But friends, we already know the answer. You know, it's because they've been conditioned to do do so. Not only has the public been heavily conditioned to accept the premise as, uh, as we have seen here, so too... Have a hefty percentage of corporate and political leaders, uh, you know, based on things like the World uh, World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders and all that. They're conditioning the leaders, and I think it's a subtle fact that often gets overlooked. We think about how the weaponized AI is being trained on the peasantry, but they're also manipulating the the leaders. It's very, very important. the 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 tools of mental and emotional manipulation. Work equally as well at every level of society, and if we are indeed hackable animals, which we are, we're not soulless, but we are hackable. Uh, we need to realize that our leaders can be hacked just as easy as the peasants can be hacked, or or perhaps even more easily, given the uh, you know kind of the insatiable appetite for power that tends to uh, trend with people's position in government, and at every level, what we find here are the memetic forces the infectious ideas the memes that keep replicating from one person to the next and of course the memes replicate with complete disregard for reality right so these ideas are un you know detached they're untethered from reality but they keep spreading so i wanted to bring up uh something i reported on about 6 months ago In Torch Report 373, SISA admits to infected perception, infected perception, infectious ideas. Now, this is coming from the government itself, right? And I reported in that report that, that the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, that's SISA... They were actively working to develop a cognitive infrastructure, which uh, director Jen Easterly defined as such, says Jen, quote, think of it as the collective brains of the American polity. Our collective consciousness, the fundamentals that we think and believe, the shared understandings of the world that drive our ability to make decisions, period, end quote, thus The government is actively working to develop a collective consciousness that will eliminate much of our individuality in order to homogenize what we think, what we believe, and how we behave. Now, as noted, friends, all of this is happening under the studious supervision of the stalwart socialist Jen Easterly, who happens to be a Bilderberg darling. She's the former managing director of Morgan Stanley, big banks, right? And then she's a former special assistant to Barack Hussein Obama and the former senior director for counterterrorism at the White House. She is deeply embedded here. Now, Easterly openly admits that infected perceptions are a major threat, which they are. And of course, she posits that the solution to that, or you know, I, let me back up here. Before we get to the solution, when she's talking about infected perceptions being a major threat, she says that as a result of infected perceptions, Americans have a distorted, distorted perception of what's true and even of truth itself. The government admits that infected perceptions are skewing people's perception. No longer can people tell what's true. No longer do people have even, you know, a real solid concept of truth itself. And the solution, of course, in the minds of this progressive government hack is for the government... To use weaponized AI to infect the public's perception with delusional collectivist fantasies that facilitate the sort of behavioral change that leads people to sacrifice their freedoms for the sake of the greater good. And just to drive home the point here, friends, I see the time, we're going to wrap it up, but I wanted to... uh, drive home the fact that this is a globally orchestrated effort. It's been well underway for years at this point. And to demonstrate that, I, I put into the report today the indicative timeline of AI game changers as presented by the WEF in their Eight Ways AI Can Help Save the Planet. And they've got this timeline Uh, It goes from prior to 2020 up to 2040, and it's got all these, you know, these game changers where AI is going to do this and AI is going to do that. We're going to have, you know, AI-designed intelligent cities and autonomous farming and end-to-end optimization of our food supply and all of that. But without getting lost in the details here, friends, I just want you to consider the fact that this timeline clearly indicates the globalist strategies for AI predate the pandemic and the official start of the Great Reset. In other words, they've been using AI against us for much longer than most people realize. And when we add to this, all of this, you know, the fact that gene warfare and clandestine genetic manipulations are rapidly becoming the mainstream threat, and all at once we find ourselves under attack from every angle. Our emotions are being pummeled by government propaganda. Our minds are being reprogrammed by machines. Our bodies are being targeted for uptake of experimental gene therapies And genetic modifications. Friends, the only solution to this all out assault on our humanity is spiritual in nature, not religious, spiritual. It is the spirit within you that yearns to be free. And it is only through the strength and inspiration of your soul that you can stave off these attacks and remain whole as a human being. Without spiritual awareness, you are a sitting duck. Without spiritual awareness, you will be assimilated by the machines. Resistance is not futile, friends. Resistance is the spice of life. Where does this will to resist come from? Why, it comes from within as will the much-needed solutions to this unfathomable challenge. Friends, we must help people awaken and grow wise to the threats of AI, and we must do so quickly before it's too late, and therefore, resist! We must! And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorture find the heart like the heart. Give me some love and subscribe if you have not subscribed already. The greatest honor of all, of course, is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wise sort of Wednesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.